Welcome to Growth Equation Principles, where we explore the key ingredients to health, well-being, and peak performance. We're your hosts, Jojo McDuffie and Brad Stolberg. Jojo, how's it going, my man? Another day for Growth EQ Principles. Yes, sir. All is well. How about yourself? How are you doing? How's everything going? Things are going well. I'm looking forward, per the usual, to today. Today, listeners, we are going to dive right in to the principle of the day, which is process. A lot of focus on the process. Process over outcomes gets thrown around all the time. For sure, in elite sport, more recently, I've also been hearing it in the corporate world, in the creative arts, and in my household, particularly during COVID, even as it relates to parenting. So Jojo and I felt that it would be a timely topic. So process, process over outcome. Jojo, why don't you give the great listeners of the Growth EQ Principles the lowdown? Yeah. So when I think about process... I look at it as uh, systems, so systems of activities that can work together to produce a result. Um, So strategies, technique, what's your approach um, to help you get to that result? Um, How about yourself? Very similar. So I think of an outcome is the thing down the road and the process yeah. is what's going to get you there. Mm-hmm. And if it, why I think it's so, so important to focus on the process is that A, outcomes, particularly when you have a big goal, they can be so overwhelming to even think about that if you start to think about them, it might feel like you're never going to reach that goal. So you lose motivation. Whereas if you can break down that goal into its smallest component parts, then you can just focus on nailing those parts. So the example, it's like, you know, the Olympic athlete that has the goal four years down the road of winning a medal. Well, thinking about that for four years is really freaking tough. But if you can break that down to here's what I need to do this year, then here's what I need to do this training cycle then here's what I need to do this month. Then you get to, here's what I need to do today. And that is very much accomplishable. Yeah. And, you know, from, for me, I, I think that the, the process really uh, embraces experimentation. So I always say the result, not the goal, because sometimes during the process, the outcome is not necessarily what you want it to be, but you, there's still some upside uh, through going through the process. Um, so it may not be the exact goal intended, but there can sometimes be this kind of uh, this what the heck moment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and um, <clears throat> in training, uh, let's use the let's use the kettlebell world for an example. We talk about the what the heck moment of you've been practicing kettlebell snatches for quite some time. And for some reason, you get to your big event of the tactical strength challenge, which is deadlifts, pull ups and kettlebell snatches in five minutes. Your pull ups improve greatly. Uh, just from practicing your snatches for that amount of time. Um, so not necessarily the exact goal that it was intended, but there's some good upside to just seeing the process through. 
I think another really important thing to touch upon is that outcomes are usually outside of your control. Yes. So you can't you can't control who's going to show up to the race in a corporate setting if you do all your homework on the presentation, you can't control what kind of mood your boss is going to be in that day. In parenting, you can do everything right, but there's any parent will tell you there's so much that you can't control about how your children are going to turn out, how they're going to spend their time. So if you become too attached to those results or outcomes and you spend too much time focusing on them, it's going to lead to a lot of emotional swings. When things are going really well, you'll feel great. When things aren't, you might feel really down. But oftentimes, you can't control when things are going to be well-received or go great and when things aren't. Whereas the process, the actions that you can take to prepare and to execute, they are always fully within your control. Yeah, that one that one definitely hits home with me for someone who is expecting twins almost a month away. Whatever processes I have or strategies I have in play right now, that is going to change tremendously come September. We're, we're going to have to take our time on that. As they say, Going from being able to double team to playing zone defense. Yeah, yeah. You're seeing the man to man with twins. Um, so good luck. I don't. I, I'm stoked for you, but I don't envy you, man. Um, but in all seriousness, I think something that you brought up there is is really worthwhile to to harp upon, which is that there's got to be adjustment as well. So. Right. Process over outcome doesn't mean that you shouldn't care about the outcome. You should. It's just that the outcome can't be this all or nothing thing, fail or succeed. The outcome is more information that you then take to refine your process. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, if you you could break it down even more than that, you can say, you know, that first step is developing your your, your strategy, which is going to be your your process or the the actions that lead to, you know, maybe the second step is performance. Um, And those performance, kind of like you said earlier, is just a benchmark. And then from that benchmark, you can go on to these outcomes that maybe you des- this this desired end result um, whether you know in the sales world maybe you say the process is just reaching out to more prospects right and then you say for performance wise you know I will call 50 prospects this month hoping that it leads to an outcome of making so much in sales uh, for that next month. Um, It's kind of how, you know, you you break that down. And we can change that to, you know, we talked about Olympic sports. I mentioned to you earlier, I'm working with a a long jumper right now. You know, you first start long jumping, your your first part of the process is how can I get stronger to be able to jump into the pit, right? (laughs) You take that and then maybe you're trying to set benchmarks because maybe you have a goal to make it to the Olympics, you know, just qualifying. Well, there's certain benchmarks or performance standards along the way uh, during your process to to get you where where you want to be. And then you got to just keep coming back and adjusting. Like yeah. in that sales in that in that sales example, if you if your process doesn't get you the outcome or the result that you want, well, then you step back and you say, did something external happen? And if so, I executed on my process. I should be happy with myself. I should execute again. Or you say that, hey, actually, like this isn't the right process. 
Um, because I think one definition of crazy is like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I think that's where there's some confusion is focusing on the process. And I I think I said this earlier, but it's, I'm going to repeat myself because it's that important to me. It doesn't mean that outcomes don't matter. Outcomes matter a ton. What it means is that your investment of emotional energy shouldn't be on that outcome. It should be on showing up and executing on the process. What that outcome should do is help you adapt your process. Because something that I always say is that life is the process. Outcomes are literally concepts. Or if they happen, you're, you're, you're getting the metal put around your neck. That takes all of, I don't know, 10 seconds. You get the immediate rush of crushing a project at work. How long does that rush last for? 30 seconds? Right. But everything else is the process. So it's almost like we have this inverse focus in the culture where we focus 90% on the outcome, but not on the process, but our actual life is all process. Right. And the the interesting part about that, if you just look in, you go back to kind of a, a sales marketing area, when we see these advertisements of, you know, lose 30 pounds in one month, right? Or, or, you know, biceps grow 10 inches, whatever it may be. The marketing is based on the outcome, but what they're actually selling you is the process to get there uh, because the, the the marketing headline is what draws us in, but you're, you're paying for the process. And I think that's why it's important when we go on these journeys, when we have these goals, understand the process to get there, remember it, journal it down uh, so that you know how you did it because you know that's that's what people are are, are selling. They're selling you the, the process, but they and even a level up, even a level upstream of that. Sorry to interject, but yeah. is make sure that there's a good process there. Exactly, exactly. So it's 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 okay to work work backwards from the outcome, but you yeah. got to know your process. You have to embrace it. You have to enjoy it enough to want to show up. You don't have to like every single day of it, but right. you have to like it enough to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have to be willing to adapt. Yep, and still pay close attention to those outcomes, but not not view them as these be all end all milestones, but much more as pieces of information to help you adapt as you go. So, in my coaching, it's very much people have a sense of the outcome where they think they want to go. Yeah, and then I'm asking questions to a see if that's where they really want to go, and then b it's about all right. Well, here's what it's going to take to get there. Do you want to do what it's going to take to get there? And it's okay. If the answer is no, you don't want to do what it's going to take to get there, then that's fine. And maybe that's not where you should be going. Um, so I, I guess it's a little bit of both at the same time. And then as a writer, I feel my job is to just ask really good questions on the page and to help people think about both the places they think they want to go and how they want to get there differently. Instead of asking why, 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 <laughs> why again. Uh, and I think that's the job of a good writer, right? Yeah. Is to, to, to just keep asking why. I think that's how you get some interesting insights every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree. I think that that seems like a good spot to wrap up. I know that we, we're doing our best to keep these really true to the quick hit form. Um, Again, our goal is just to provide a valuable nugget every week for you all to reflect on uh, and hopefully to be able to apply to your own life. So um, we appreciate you listening. If you like what you hear, please leave a review and please also feel free to send us your feedback. Again, this is a brand new format for both of us, for the Growth EQ as a whole. 
and we are constantly looking to adapt our process for an outcome of having you guys find this valuable. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> We're learning as we go, my man. That's right. That's right. All right. Uh, well, thanks again for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next week. Thanks for joining us today on this episode of the Growth Equation Principles. If you like what you hear, please tell a friend to tell a friend and we will catch you next week.